0: Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 14 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. Rosieonthehouse.com. Protecting you,
1: informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Good morning, Arizona. Come on into my house. We show up every Saturday morning. To try and earn the right and the privilege to be called every Arizona homeowner's best friend. No matter what you want to do around your house, home, castle, or cabin, no matter where you're located in the state of Arizona, no matter how long you've been here, if you got here last night or you've been here your whole life, let us know what you want to get done around your house, home, castle, or cabin, and we will put our 48 years of Arizona building and remodeling experience to work for you. We'll give you tips and tricks of the trade. We'll tell you which tools to use. We'll help you get that project done. We'll help you get it started. We can help you put together a little material list and expectations of what you're going to find. We can help you we we do a lot on helping people finish jobs that got started a while ago and can't seem to get over the hump. So we get a lot of calls from spouses who say, hey, can you help uh, uh, my neighbor here finish this job? So we're here every Saturday morning to take your calls, one 767 4348 If you're not the type that want to get the job done yourself and you're looking for someone, well, give us a call. Let me know what kind of work it is you're trying to get done, where you are. And we've got the number one contractor referral in all of Arizona for the last fourteen years in a row, and we'll get you the right person. I'm Rosie, been on air for thirty five years. Romy, my son's been with us for over twenty of those years. Good morning, bud.
0: Good morning.
1: Got the got the family on the road to Safford today, huh? Little rodeo in Safford. Hot dog. Oh, and I can't start this hour without wishing Jennifer a happy anniversary, babe. And to you as well. March twenty fifth, nineteen seventy eight. We uh Got married in, in the old Rawhide Steakhouse on Scottsdale Road. The old We didn't get married there, but that's where the reception was. That was a lot of fun. That was back when you'd go to Rawhide and see the gunfights and the customer kidnappings for free before you had to start paying for all of them. Three Real gunfights? Yeah. Bullets? <laughs> no, no okay. it wasn't that long ago. Now, if you're a regular subscriber to our newsletter, uh, we call you a rosy insider. And you've already been kind of tipped off as to what we're going to be covering this particular broadcast. And we're going to be talking about the difference between homeowners insurance and home warranties. And to do that, we brought in certified insurance counselor Mike Lowry. Mike, thanks for joining us this morning.
2: Thank you, Rosie. Yeah, appreciate you having me.
1: And you're with Focus Insurance Group, uh, uh, the company I've been associated with. And in, in as a matter of fact. When I proposed to Jennifer, uh, the founder of Focus, uh, Rick Jansen, the, the prior generation, uh, actually wrote me my first life insurance policy about 1977. And I've been with the same family for insurance coverage in every realm of my life, corporate, personal, business, everything, Focus insurance companies. So Mike is joining us to talk through the topic of homeowners insurance versus warranty, Those of you that have listened to the show know we have a very definitive opinion on those two things, and that's what we're going to cover in this hour. We'll also take your calls on anything you'd like to talk about, one 767 4348 and in the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that are going on around the state of Arizona that we'd love for you to get out and go see. I'll tell you one thing you could get out and go see right now is all the water running in the state of Arizona, you can't go any direction and not see running water. I had a picture from a pilot yesterday of the water spillway at Bartlett Dam. Fully flowing, baby. It's really exciting. And I hear uh, Granite Creek uh, Park in Prescott is closed down because it's all flooded. Granite Creek is roaring like a lion. So not often you can get around the state of Arizona heading north and see New River flowing. Big Bug Creek flowing, Haciampa River flowing, Alafria River flowing. They're all flowing. It's delicious. It's the big drink. So let's go ahead and get into our topic of homeowners insurance and how you might be able to protect yourself from the unexpected big repair bill that you're trying to avoid. A lot of times when we're in negotiation for a home purchase, One of the things we're negotiating is who's going to cover the first year home warranty? Well, Mike, again, Mike Lowry, certified insurance counselor from Focus Insurance Group, has come in. And uh, let's talk about the difference in concept between the home warranty and the homeowner insurance and how we might be able to cover the same thing two different ways. What would we tell a homeowner about that?
2: Sure, so I think what we want to think about first and foremost on the insurance policy is that it's really designed to protect the uh the home uh, on a uh, a large scale the big picture you know your home's usually your your largest financial outlay, often your largest asset, uh, and so that's what that policy is designed to protect um, we're not, I think on the warranty side we're we're more looking at, uh, at that to cover the little um, repairs and the refrigerator that breaks and things like that. But um, the insurance policy is, is designed to protect the asset as a whole.
1: And there are exceptions to that. And some people are, are kind of surprised. And 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 now with all the surface water we've got in Arizona, I think there's going to be a few people surprised of what the homeowner policy standard coverage is and what maybe some some additional riders you may need cover. Rising, rising surface water is one that's generally exempted from Policy right,
2: that's right. That's one thing we have to be aware of um, on the home policy is is obviously all the exclusions, but you know one of the most um, common ones that we see is is that water from an outside water source, um, the flood really is what we'd like to call it. So anything anything that comes any water source that comes from outside the home would be considered uh, flood, and that is excluded on the standard home insurance policy. So. Um, we can address that in different ways, but that is definitely one thing that you want to you want to understand and think about when you 're buying your policy
1: and when you 're home shopping, the title company will generally know whether your address falls within the flood zones where flood insurance is actually required to take a mortgage uh, but there 's there 's shoulder areas just at those edges that uh I would say you might want to get a quote on what the flood insurance would would run. Because it's not terribly hateful policy.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and it, they should vet that. But you know, again, it, we don't buy a home all that often either, and those flood zones can change. So that's true. It, is, it is something that you want to ask your your agent about, and and certainly be aware of and think about. Um, we can determine it pretty easily nowadays what what kind of hazard zone that you're in, and whether it's you know considered higher risk or lower risk, um, because those things don't all, off, always come up that often, and so it is good. To, um, to keep an eye on and um, and understand what kind of zone that you're in and the risks that, that uh, are, are associated with your location.
1: Um, I think it surprises people when I bring up the topic that, look, uh, one of the reasons we're not real big fans of home warranties is that you can already go to the agent that writes your homeowner's insurance policy. You already know them. They know you. There's a trusted relationship there. There, there are riders you can put onto your policy to protect you from some of those equipment failures and unexpected repairs.
2: That's right. Yep, um, it, the home policy can be pretty comprehensive, and and um, you know the the standard form you know provides some basic coverage you know for large losses, but but then we we do uh, endorse that up and. and uh, you know, we like to say the bells and the whistles, and I think most people understand what that means. But a, a lot of different things that we can add in to cover um, some of the smaller smaller items um, or unique items. You know, even if you want to cover jewelry, artwork, firearms, you know, those types of things. Uh, and then, like you said, the, the equipment, we can, you know, uh, add riders to cover AC units and and appliances and things like that too, so
1: – I think people are familiar with kind of the limits a homeowner insurance policy would carry. And there are limits on how much artwork is covered, how much jewelry is covered, how much cash is covered. And uh, you, you, you increase your coverage with riders if if, uh, you're, if one of you are collectors of art or expensive jewelry. You need to get that additional coverage. But I don't think very many people know that they can get the coverage to cover that air conditioning compressor, to cover that refrigerator compressor, they've defaulted to depending on a home warranty to do that, but they can do it right inside their insurance policy.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yep, they can. And, and I, I would kind of caution us that there, not every company might offer something like that, but for the most part nowadays, you know, uh, most of your preferred companies are offering things like that so we can we can add an equipment breakdown coverage uh, endorsement to that policy, um, and then the other thing I would caution to you is you know some of the some of the base limits for those items that you mentioned the artwork the firearms, the cash things like that are much lower on your standard policy than people realize too so it 's a good conversation to have and and how we can increase some of
1: those limits absolutely so make sure you have that conversation with whoever is currently writing your homeowner's policy if you're interested to uh, Have that policy reviewed or talk with Mike. You can certainly get in touch with him at Focus Insurance right here on 16th Street in Phoenix, serving the metro area. And the number hasn't changed in 46 years. (laughs) 602-955-7705. Focus Insurance Companies. When we get back, uh, I want to go into an area we've talked about in the past, but I want to cover it one more time. Why we here as a team at Rosie on the House are not fans of home warranties. If you've got a successful home warranty story or company, we'd love for you to text us or call us in and share it with us because we always hear about all the home warranties that are bad, bad stories. More when we get back. Someday I'm going to need insurance now. Why, that's just one thing I can't live
2: without. <laughs> I know that well, you can't have a home
0: and not occasionally me. talk homeowners insurance. And that's what we're covering here today with our guests uh, on the On the House Hour. We've got Mike Lowry in from Focus Insurance. And it's Focus Companies. They do a, a full uh, service tax lawyer and but we're just talking insurance today and we wanted to talk about the difference between uh you know having items repaired through your home through insurance policy versus home warranties and there's a lot of reasons we feel pretty strongly about that
1: when you have a home warranty and, and like i say I'd like any of you that have had a positive experience to reach out to us and let us know. Maybe there's a company out there that's just knocking your socks off. We'd love to know who they are because they've never hit our radar screen. Call us at one 767 4348 Now, when Benjamin Franklin invented the whole industry of insurance, he said, look, Why don't we as a community all contribute a few pennies into a common account for the time when there's a disaster? We would have a pool of money we could all draw on. So insurance, in many ways, is like a a savings account. You're piling money away into a company that uh, uh, spends a lot of time doing risk management and collects policies from thousands and millions of people and then hopefully only hundreds of those people at a time need a claim and there's plenty of money to meet the claim according to the contract in a home warranty it's much different if i'm the owner of a home warranty company here's how i'm going to operate i'm going to reach out to all the air conditioning contractors in maricopa county and i'm going to say hey i'm a new big home warranty company in town And I'm going to let you blow your business up and you'll be able to grow as fast as you want. But you need to do all your primary service calls at a loss. You'll have to consider those a loss leader. Now, when you get out there, I'm going to be highly motivated for you to find something uh, that's not covered for you to charge enough to make money and stay in business. But make sure it's not covered so I don't have to pay for it. That's the whole premise of a home warranty. And whoever they're sending out to your home isn't handpicked by the homeowner. It probably isn't anybody you've currently got a relationship servicing your appliances or servicing your plumbing system or servicing your air conditioning system. It's somebody completely new. That is just. And when we hear complaints about home warranty companies, it invariably pivots on those two points. They don't cover anything. When the service provider gets out there, they find everything that's not covered in the policy that needs to be repaired for some reason or another. And we have no idea the company coming out here and their reputation. So I would like to propose to you that are possibly in the residential purchasing position where maybe you're out there shopping for a home now. One of the things you will ordinarily negotiate in the purchase is who pays for the home warranty. I would tell you, many of you when you're out there shopping have already contacted your mortgage company and you've got a pre-approval letter and a dollar amount you know you need to shop for. You've got your down payment set aside and you're prepared there. I would tell you, call your existing insurance agent and talk to them about these service protection riders that you can add to your policy. Ensure that they are one of the companies that offer it. And rather than negotiate a home warranty to cover the first year, go ahead and negotiate, look, this is what my homeowner policy will do. I don't need a home warranty. I can pick my own service providers. Uh, why don't we negotiate that price as opposed to a home warranty price? It's a win-win. I think it's going to probably, uh, we're, we're going to kind of be promoting that a lot in the coming months. And when we get back, we've got Mike Lowry from Focus Insurance Companies uh, here And I want to start talking about not so much what we don't like about home warranties. The next segment, I want to go to what we do like and how the insurance policy actually buys a much better coverage uh, for similar things where it leaves the homeowner in control. Everything about that I like. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to catch your breath there. So we'll get back and we'll be talking home owner insurance. Mike Gladry, uh they can reach Focus Insurance at 602 955 7705 and the website FocusInsuranceCompany.com. Nope. dot com.
2: Sorry, that it is focusinsurance.com, and focus is P-H-O-C-U-S.
1: That's important to know. P H O. CUS. We'll be back right after this short break.
0: conversation on homeowner insurance versus home warranty but uh before we get any further rosie had brought up an interesting question during the break uh we thought was we're talking about on there mike with on every homeowner's insurance policy there's a, a replacement estimated replacement if your house you know burned to the ground and you had to rebuild and with the way construction materials have skyrocketed the last two years if somebody hasn't updated their uh their policy in a while they could be fairly fairly you know <laughs> it could be heartbreaking you you, you you may end up instead of rebuilding a three thousand square foot house you may be rebuilding a three hundred square foot bedroom
2: <laughs> sure yeah and and a lot of the the guarantees in the policy too kind of hinge on making sure we 're insured one hundred percent to that replacement cost value so um, that is definitely something we need to keep an eye on and you need to have conversations with your, with your agent about, um, because inflation is just, has crushed, you know, us in every direction, uh, in the insurance industry as well. So, um, so yes, we, we, do need to keep an eye on those things, um, make sure those values are up to date and that we're insuring to a hundred percent of those values so that, uh, one, your policy is, is, um, written the way it's supposed to be written and two, if,
0: if you do have an issue that uh, we've got all the coverage we need to rebuild it, and it's the rebuild cost is so much different. Even if you're in a track home, it's going to cost a lot more to rebuild that house because you're bringing crews out for that one particular job instead of, you know, you might have crews there for months at a time doing production homes one down the other, sending individual units out for each trade. I mean, just that alone, the factor of itself. It seems like a lot of homes end up underinsured because they're not factoring in. Uh, well, you know what what that rebuild cost would be for. You know, basically, you're doing a custom build now if you're doing a whole home rebuild from a total loss situation.
2: That's right, and and also you know demolition costs go into that as well. And so if it's you know especially on a fire situation, you know that that can be an expensive demolition and um, uh, remediation, and if. If it was hosed down, you know, then there's probably uh, mold that started to grow. Like a whole host of issues go into, you know, rebuilding that home. Then it, you know, just, uh, you know, hiring a contractor to come out and, and hang the drywall. There's, it's a lot more complicated than that.
0: How do you properly estimate that total rebuild, demolition? I, I hadn't even thought about the demolition cost of it, uh, the demolition and the rebuild. Where do you pull numbers like that?
2: Well um, – Thankfully we, we lie, uh, rely heavily on technology these days to do that. Um, you know we, we use software programs to help calculate those things. Um, but you know on the on the human side, we do have to be um, you know, make sure we're using the proper inputs and using the, the proper um, materials that are in that home and plugging that into the software so that it can give us a, a good accurate number um, if we're just guessing or uh, not being diligent about. Those materials, then, then we might be completely off. You know, if we're calculating um, a builder grade home and we're getting one value, but you know the actual home is is custom built and has high end materials in it, you know,
0: then we're not going to be uh, insured to value on that. And what I know this may be a hard question to answer, but let's say I am insured for five hundred thousand dollars for a complete rebuild how much does it add to just add another 100,000 to be safe? You know, bump it to 600,000 just to be safe. Well, you, you certainly could do that. And, you know, any increase
2: in coverage, you know, small or large is going to drive an increase in premium. So, you know, you do have to be sensitive to that. Um, uh, you know, we, we it, there's so many factors that go into calculating the, the rates these days that it's 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 impossible to give you like a, you know, a number. But, um, you know, if, if you increase coverage, you're going to pay more premium. Um, but you know it is better to be on the higher end than the lower end. And in a claim situation, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, I don't know that there's ever a reason to over insure, but we just want to make sure we're doing a good job of, of, of at least insuring to what that home's worth.
1: The notice I'd like to kind of bring up to Arizona homeowners is: if you bought that house ten years ago, at one hundred and fifty or one hundred and seventy dollars a square foot, and you put your policy in at that, uh, and haven't updated that number, and you experience a loss, you are you you're exposed to a huge liability, because there isn't any way, like Romy said, if you bought a a, a builder's home in a subdivision for two hundred dollars a square foot or less, they could do it for that, uh, including the lot. Because they were giving a plumber twenty-seven contracts at one time, the framer twenty-seven contracts at one time, but to come in and rebuild that house is going to cost you at least thirty to forty percent more as a standalone unit. So
0: plus you, the cost of the materials that oh you it, know add another twenty-five to thirty percent on top on of that.
1: Yeah. So if you haven't updated your homeowners policy, we would encourage you to take our encouragement today to pull that out and take a look at it and contact your agent and make sure you're current on the evaluation. Now let's get back to our topic of home warranties versus riders. Mike, let's talk a little bit about how the claims are handled in either situation. I'll give you the floor. You're you're more familiar with the claim side than I am.
0: And let's start with something a little smaller than a whole house loss. Let's do Amen. amen you know amen. the the water supply line to your washing machine is one of the number one cause of water damage and one of the biggest insurance claims. So let's just start with that. We've got the hot water hose to our washing machine, leaks, uh, no one catches it, you know, let's say for for three months it's been dripping, and we've got a big moldy situation, we've got to do some some remediation work. Start, take it from there. Sure, yeah. So we we always want to make sure we're as a homeowner diligent
2: about um patching up and stopping those things as quickly as we can. Uh we do have responsibility in the policy contract to um to make sure we're 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 on top of that. So getting it stopped, calling somebody out right away, contractor, uh emergency plumber, whoever that is, get the problem stopped first. And then once you know once it's stopped, we, then we can start the cleanup process. If if there's mold, if there's water damage, um, we want to get a hold of a good remediation company. Um, get that company in to um, to measure and test for mold, um, check the water level. You know, how dry are we? How wet are we? Get some fans on it. Um, get the get stuff like that dried out. Um, and then you know as that process unfolds. You know we'll have uh, we'll have filed the claim at that point with our insurance company. Um, it usually takes a couple days to hear from the actual field adjuster. Um, that adjuster is going to be your point of contact. Um, they'll approve um, uh, bids from the contractors. They'll approve the scope of work from the remediation company, and they will issue those checks, um, talk to the contractor, etc. So. Um, once the adjuster is involved, it's, it's, it's in the insurance company's hands at that point. And, um, you know, the, the biggest thing I guess to keep in mind too, working through that process is, um, we do have the ability to find our own contractor and find a trusted contractor. And the, the insurance company's interest is make sure the job gets repaired, uh, correctly, uh, so that it doesn't happen again. Right. So, uh, out other than like the the warranty like you were talking about rosie where they might not have a, an interest to get that repaired swiftly and correctly the insurance company does so they're they want to make sure that it's a
1: reputable contractor that comes in and does that work and generally the adjuster will have two or three suggestions here's companies we work with but they're not mandating you use any one of those you can find your own if the insurance company approves them
2: Well, that's right and and Companies have even gotten away from recommending contractors altogether, just because <laughs> it's it's created issues, you know. And you use they, they tell you to use a contractor, and the contractor doesn't do a good job or something, then that's on the insurance company. So they they've tried to get away from doing that, but which really makes it all that more important to to know where to go to find a good contractor. Um, so get a good 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 contractor to come in to make those repairs, and then the insurance company will will approve um, that that contract. Um, they'll they'll make sure that the remediation's done and cleaned up and um, all those bills hopefully they'll approve or they'll adjust they'll you know make negotiations whatever that might be uh, your deductible will be settled as part of that you'll 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 always owe whatever your deductible is on your policy and then um, hopefully you know we'll get you back into the, the house or the house will be cleaned up in a, in a reasonable amount of time and and all those different parties will have been settled with the insurance company. And really all you're
0: out is a little bit of time and uh, you're deductible. And there are companies, contractors that specialize in just restoration work for insurance companies. There's there's a lot of tradesmen out there that won't do insurance work. They're not uh, set up for it. Their business, the, the payment pop uh, processes for, for collecting is different. So, you know, you. Restoration specialties is, you know, maybe what you you need to start looking at instead of just saying, Oh, I got a water leak, I need a drywall. Or, no, you, you got to get the mold remediation in there first. And, uh, there's specialty companies that'll do work just on in for insurance claims.
2: That's correct, yeah. And, and you, you definitely want to make sure you, you, the first person you get out there is somebody who can handle those cleanup types of situations and get things stopped and cleaned up, and then, um, you know it sometimes they offer the proper services to on the rebuild side um sometimes we have to go out and find a, a more specialized contractor that that does something you know especially if it's like a custom situation um but but yeah we want to find a good good uh, remediation company that that can do multiple things for us right away
1: in the unfortunate case that you've got a fire uh smoke is so is such a tough thing to deal with uh any of the house that doesn't get consumed by the fire gets permanently smoke filled. The wood, the insulation, the sheetrock, the baseboard, everything. Your clothing, all your upholstery, your furnishings, your draperies. And there are specialists. When people people will call us at Rosie Wright Remodeling on a fairly regular basis and say, I've had a loss, would y'all come? Repair and I don't. That that is a specialized group. We've done a few, but it's not anything we go out and try and pursue. Because when we do, uh, generally we've got to go. Re- we've got to go recruit some consulting from those experts to make sure we're doing it right. So we're one of the companies that won't generally go out and do insurance work. It is a specialty. Uh, there are great ones out there. But, uh, I mean, they come in, they sweep up, they, they, they grab all your clothes, put it in a smoke isolation chamber, uh, take all that smoke out of it. I mean, the, when we've got forest fires up at Happy Jack, I mean, there were smoke specialists that just had to go up there and clean the houses out of that residual smoke uh, odor that just hangs in there for years and years and years. So it's a specialty operation. Uh, Focus Insurance, it's focusinsurance.com. We have Mike Lowry, Certified Insurance Counselor from Focus, P-H-O-C-U-S, here talking about primarily the difference between home warranties and buying that same type of coverage through your homeowner's policy through special riders. The thing we like about that particularly is the fact when it's on your homeowner's policy, You get to call that air conditioning contractor who's been servicing your house for three or four or 15 years and let them know, look, my equipment has died. I do have coverage for this. I need you to come out and give me a quote and let's see how we can address the situation. And you're dealing, you the homeowner are dealing with people you've already got trusted relationships with.
0: We have a listener who's a says he's a commercial insurance and wanted to reiterate the importance. He, he said underinsured is epidemic and sent a link to an article about the people that lost their home in the Marshall Fire in Colorado. Primarily, were underinsured. I mean, that's not a place you'd want to be. You know, home burned down and not enough money to rebuild it. Oh man. I don't think, At least without going out of pocket. Yeah, right.
1: Oh, um, it, it's heartbreaking because you lose the things that are a lifetime of memories and treasures and uh, family legacy uh, memories. Uh, and then, then you have to realize I've only got enough coverage to replace 60 percent of my home. It's heartbreaking. So, again, that's one of our big takeaways of this hour's broadcast. Get with your agent. And
0: verify you've got adequate coverage based on today's construction costs. And one more time, real quick, flood insurance—you know—that's different than a water leak inside the home. Where's what's the difference between, you know, a water damage from your plumbing system versus rain, water flood, tree falling in on your roof, and rain coming in. I mean, what, what, how, is the, how are those defined separately?
2: Yeah, so it's it's um, really, I guess you can think of it as is any water that comes from like the interior of, of your wall. So, you know, pipe bursts, water heater bursts, something along those lines, and now we've got water damage. If it's an old pipe, you know, the pipe itself might not be covered under the policy, but all the subsequent damage would be, you know, um, like you mentioned earlier, you know, a, a leaky water-lined washer machine or a refrigerator. Toilet, whatever those things are, the floors damaged, walls are damaged. You know, th- that type of water is going to be covered. If we've got a heavy rain and the you know the washer the the sewer backs up and all that runoff water now is <laughs> is rising and seeping into the house, now we have a flood issue, um, and that's not going to be covered under the policy. So um, that's really the big difference. Um, even something like you know the neighbors you know, the neighbors pool or the neighbors watering system. Uh, leaking and flooding into your yard and causing an
0: issue that 's all an outside water source that, that wouldn 't be covered under your policy now is there a policy that does cover that flood that 's an additional uh add on additional bell and whistle for sure yep and um a lot of that 's run by um, federal programs
2: and we can we can access those policies um you know uh, Private companies sell those policies depending on the flood zone you 're in, but they're they're all you know usually primarily backed by the federal government and and um, we can get those policies for everybody and you can tailor the amount whether you want the whole home covered depending on the zone you 're in, whether you want a portion of the home covered or a portion of the contents covered or the full contents you really you can you can tailor it
0: kind of the flood zone that you 're
2: in um, but yeah, I would recommend at least looking into
0: it. And you had made a point during the last break as well about the importance of maintaining your home as it relates to, you know, ever – should you ever need to use your insurance claim? Yeah, one of the big things
2: that people may, may not be aware of is wear and tear is an exclusion in, under your policy. So if you're not maintaining your home, um, you know, if you've got old old systems, old roof, whatever that might be, if you're not maintaining that – and and it's the it's the failure of of that uh piece of equipment or um like you know an, a roof that's been sitting in the Arizona sun for 30 years you know if it's got missing shingles and it's eroded and now we've got a water issue you know that that roof might not be covered if if you haven't done a good job of maintaining that so that's a, an important item to keep in mind as a homeowner is making sure that we're being diligent about maintaining our homes properly and and um you know,
1: keeping things up to date. Well, all our listeners do that. <laughs> For sure. You know, um, so keeping your house up, uh, all the reasons we do like protecting your surprise repair bills through a rider on your homeowner's insurance policy as opposed to warranties. We started the hour, and folks, there are literally tens of thousands of people listening to us all hour. And I asked any of you that have had a positive experience with home warranties, please call us, text us, let us know. You know how many we got? Zero. (laughs) Zero, not one comment, positive comment about a home warranty situation. We're going to keep that open. Uh, so in case you are the 1% that have had a positive experience we would like to hear about it at roseonhouse.com it's been mike lowry certified insurance counselor transplant from beautiful boise idaho been here in the valley a good long while with focus insurance companies focuscompanies.com uh Focusinsurance.com. That's spelled
0: P H O C U S. And Mike, one more time, what's that number? 602 955 7705.